is available from Canada Insurance. The award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to give this with Tony Martin and Dylan Lewis. Yes, Dylan Lewis is back for more. Are you seated comfortably there? Yes, thank you. Oh, listen to what we've got coming up. Mel Gibson says, the Jews spiked my drink. Mm. Shane Warne, he's a thousand not out, apparently. Ow. Will our poet laureate Jamie take home the Big Brother Baker? No. All this plus crap, tats and tasty snacks coming up on <laughs> Get This. Where else would you want to be? As Jamie says... Being here, so lucky. That'd be an excess. Wow. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another week of Get This. Myself, Tony Martin, that man, Ed Cavalier. Morning. And a big fat fake round for Dylan Lewis. He's uh, back yeah. for more. Fake? How come I got a fake one? Why don't you clap? Well, you just can't be bothered. <laughs> it's Monday morning. We've got sound effects to do everything for us on this program. Dylan, you, uh, I don't think Ed was here when you came in last time. No, right? no, Ed was away, far away. We spoke, though. We, we tried. Oh, we mm. attempted to yes, talk yes. to him in a Czechoslovakian nightclub, yeah, if yes. I remember. Yes, yep. not at a football match. Nope. And what are you doing, Dylan? Are you on everything this week? I am, um, yes. I'm Why? having a... Uh, <laughs> is it cause because your man choir is going big? <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with man choir. How I wish it were, though. It's, uh, it's just a... a I'm, I'm actually living up in Byron at the moment, so I've come back to Melbourne and I'm doing a bit of a stop in Sydney and doing as much as I can in that time so I can get back to Byron to play more golf. Wow. What goes on up there? Mick Malloy had his 40th birthday party in Byron Bay recently. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I was there. That was a very good night. I couldn't nice. go. I had to meet relatives uh, I didn't know existed. How'd it go? You know how that works, Ed. I do. <laughs> Why did you well. do that, Tony? You missed a great weekend. I'm ticking them off slowly. I'm ridiculous. discovering I'm related to almost everybody. Apparently. Right. <laughs> Probably related to Jamie from Big Brother. <laughs> Suffer. So lucky. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'll have a poem later. <laughs> Sorry. Leave him alone. We go Jamie for no reason fault. on this program. But Byron Bay, what, did you go to Mick Malloy's? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And what happened? Anything you can say on air? No, no, I don't think so. I can't really remember most of it. It was beautiful. I remember that. And at the start of the evening, I was eating some food. And then by the end, I don't know what happened. Blue flames a go-go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Blue flames a go-go. Just like he's 39. There you go. <laughs> and so what do you, you say you're whoring yourself about in the media? I didn't say whoring. No. But you said that. You implied it with your body language. Yes. yes. What, <laughs> what are you promoting? What's the Nothing. deal? I'm not promoting anything. I just seem to um, all of a sudden be doing all lots of things in one week. Right. Yes. It's, it's like the first week of an onslaught of, of Dylan mania since I've been back from England. So it's a good thing and a weird thing and it's okay. I don't where, uh, where can we see you? Where Channel you? 9 Wednesday night in Melbourne. There's oh, a, yeah. the uh, winter in the city special in which I'll be reporting right. on various things like pole dancing. So it's ah. a, it's, that's a more of a serious Tough show. Gig. Yeah, and yeah. then Friday night, I believe I will be involved in, unless they sack me on Yasmin. The, she's getting married. Unless girl. they sack me. Yeah. See, that is <laughs> the culture of fear down there at Channel Nine. Oh, it's <laughs> ten. This is ten. I'll just ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a culture of fear that crosses between networks. Mm -hmm. It's life. That's I'm trying life. to get Sweet a segway. Link. Sweet link. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned that because last week on the show we were talking about Jessica Rowe and oh, how yeah. she sort of fireproofed herself against a boning. <laughs> Yes. By having the boning news come out in the papers. So oh. now Eddie has to be seen smiling and hugging. Ah, and nice, and nice. And Yana Vint has jumped on that bandwagon. Have you What's seen Yana that? doing? What's up with Yana? Yana Vint yesterday revealed she feared for the future of Nine Sunday program amid oh. claims she's being white-handed by senior management. 
Sources at Nine yesterday described the plan to dump her as ham-fisted and expressed amazement that management was undermining her so uh, soon after the axing of 100 jobs and the Jessica Rowe debacle. Mm. See, so if you think you're going to be sacked, mm. go public with it, mm-hmm. okay. and then they'll look real bad if they sack you. That's good. Wicked. I might try that. Give that one I've a I've been trying it all morning. <laughs> Because we never really established whether you got sacked from the ABC or not, did we, Dylan, last time? No, we just decided it's, it wasn't uh, so much a sack, it was just put on the shelf and forgot. It got <laughs> dusty and then just wa- wandered off myself. Just your number's not on the phone extension list anymore. Yeah, I've still got their number, just in case. <laughs> Have you ever been involved in a bizarre, mad Mel Gibson boozy rampage, Dylan Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. Funny you should Come mention on. that, Tell honey. Tell the truth. <laughs> just last weekend, hey. I was involved in a big boozy Mel rampage at Splendour in the Grass. <laughs> Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. yes. In the mud. Oh, Spelled in the mud, it was. Who was good at that? Jose Gonzalez. Oh, really? Stand out. We, we, we don't play him. No. Really? No. Bull. We will one day. Yeah, yeah later on. When he does Wise Men, we will. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, going on with Mel? Mel Gibson, uh, I'm sure people have heard the news, uh, pulled over, a bit of drink driving, uh, um, handcuffed, thrown in the back of a car. Uh, Suddenly the Jews are responsible. Oh, dear. Effing <laughs> uh, Jews. The Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world, Gibson yeah. is reported to have said. He then no. asked the deputy, are you a Jew? Uh, How do you go from I'm a bit pissed uh, to the Jews are responsible for all the wars uh, of the world? They're responsible for all the best music in history as well, and like the Beastie Boys. From most of the good jokes. Yeah. Most of the good jokes, <laughs> which we can't say. But anyway, when Mel Gibson's father heard about his anti-Jewish rampage, he said, That's my boy. <laughs> no! Uh, Gibson began uh, banging against the seat of the car, shouting, You mother effer, I'm going to F you. Oh. Uh, he oh. claimed he owned most of Malibu oh. and would spend all of his money to get even with this one cop. Oh. <laughs> Man, there's a project. Wow. wow. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's a great photo of him. He looks fantastic. Doesn't <laughs> even know with a city hanging out, isn't it? Or is that a blunt? Uh, I hope it's not a blunt. He's going to oh. get even with him by forcing him to watch Bird on a Wire. <laughs> Bird on a Wire? Were the Jews responsible for that one, Mel Gibson? Probably. <laughs> they probably were. Uh, and then, at the, this is my favourite line, though. At the police station, Gibson began came further belligerent and yelled at a female sergeant, What do you think you're looking at, sugar tits? <laughs> <laughs> Before being led to his cell where he unzipped his pants to oh. urinate. Oh. <laughs> now, my respect levels for Mel have just gone right up. So much going on. Sugar tits. Hey, sugar tits. That's awful. How do you... T- I just don't know how you get into a car. Uh. Surely the main issue is you're pissed. Uh. How does it segue? How do you... Engineer the conversational yeah. segue to the yeah. Jews responsible for all they wars. They need a breast tester for racism as well, perhaps. <laughs> Just blow into here. Oh, no, you cannot drive today. Got some wrong thoughts on the mind. Come with me. Uh, he's just got to get the Hasselhoff style happening. Ah. David Hasselhoff, is a, he knows a man who knows how to get pissed in public with style. <laughs> Have a listen to this description from Entertainment Tonight. The former Baywatch star is fighting back after a London paper reported he was barred from a British Airlines flight from London for being drunk. In this video, he is seen waving to bystanders aboard a golf cart. On his arm is a cast protecting the cut he suffered in a shaving accident last month. There you go. Okay, hang on. That's not anything. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's too much. So, I've got a cast on my arm because I cut myself shaving. Yeah, when a chandelier (laughs) fell on you in a toilet, apparently. Why are you shaving in a toilet in a hotel? While swinging from a chandelier. <laughs> Mystifying. Why was shaving his arms? Was that what he was doing? <laughs> Supposedly. I have hairy arms. Pursuit. 
You heard it first. But, okay, people <laughs> think I'm drunk. I know. I'll uh, diffuse that by getting on the back of this golf cart and waving at there people. There it is. Because <laughs> you can't be drunk and on a golf cart. No. It's not possible. Yeah. Dear, dear. Well, David, why is David getting so much airtime? That was 18 seconds of Davidness. <laughs> In the in the the played thing and in the, in the tape alone, let alone what you've spoken, let alone my rage now. Jill Lewis has said this before we've gone on here. He's gone. You're playing 18 seconds of David Hasselhoff on my show. Why? Because <laughs> we get around. Uh, we get around the traps. Uh, hey, and if you're not happy, do as Mel does. Blame those Jews. <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for? That's Gwen yeah. Stefani here at Get This on Triple M Around the Nation. Dylan Lewis is with us this yes, morning. Yes. Are you in that Wikipedia? No, I don't know. I haven't Googled it. Just bring it up if you could, Ed. Let's see if Dylan's in there. No, it'll be embarrassing when I'm not. Come on. <laughs> <sighs> are you in there? I think Get This is in there now. And Tony? I, I, yeah, I'm one of several Tony nice. ones. And Ed? Yeah, I'm, as, I'm in it as part of Tone. And Dick? It's part of me. <laughs> okay. Right, that's nice. You've just jumped onto my page, have you? Extension of Get your own page. Hey, 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 hey. But people have been uh, getting onto our page. Basically, our page on Wikipedia is just like a big graffitied building in the nice. middle of the internet. People are just getting on there, putting their own stuff up there. Because that's what you can do on Wikipedia, isn't it? You can yes. change if it needs changing, if it needs updating or more information added. One of the public can get on and do it, yes? Anyone can. Right. And obviously, I mean, Nikki printed out on Friday what it said. It's all been tidied up over the weekend, Nikki. Ooh. But somebody got on there. Who was that bloke who called up and challenged you to a table tennis Jordan. Game? Well, he's added a whole paragraph to our Wikipedia page. About himself. <laughs> Listen to this. Also of note is co-host Ed Cavalier's claim to table tennis greatness. Uh, and his okay, I'm just going to add to that. Uh, there are some really good table tennis players in my building, right? Yeah. Uh, these, these dudes from uh, Indonesia, some other dudes from Singapore. And uh, over the weekend, I beat all of them. You beat all of them. So that's how that's all I'm saying. Okay. Yesterday, I was serving, uh, and in five sets of table tennis... Every time you know, I got five serves, you know, basically I got ten serves a match. Mm. They only got one back in the whole time. Well, wow. what sort of catering did you have for that, Jordan? A lot of food on board there. Yeah, some strawberry move. There you go. <laughs> uh, according to Wikipedia on Friday, now changed, uh, Cavalry has a seemingly growing fear of ping-pong defeat <laughs> at the hands of one particular listener. Caller Jordan, formerly of table tennis team The Merchants of Menace, <laughs> has been quoted as saying, I will give Ed an absolute pasting. I'm going to school you, Ed, and uh, it's going to be a beatdown and various other bold claims of similar nature. The challenge has been set by Jordan and a showdown is ominous. <laughs> Imminent is the word there, isn't it? No, no, it's ominous. So do you reckon that's Jordan who's got... Uh, surely only that's he. That's, that's some max of Jordan. Does that mean that he's added... He's got um, sound bites regularly used on Get This. Rex Hunt, I'm invisible. I'm, I'm invincible. <laughs> If Rex had been invisible... That'd be weird. Obviously, the nudity in the back alleys wouldn't have been as effective, but he'd be in less shite. Yeah. Uh, the bloke's also added, it says here uh, on our page, uh, Ed Cavalier awards prizes to callers, never fails to give them something completely useless. Then Jordan, presumably, has added in brackets, he gave away a hat once. Exactly. Notable events on Get This. 
it was announced during an early get this that during Santo Chalaro's radio career at Triple M, he often received mail with misspellings of his name, the most notable being Snato Gauro. Now, that's true, and we have mentioned it on the show, but is that the nearest we've come to a notable event in 18 weeks of this program? A misspelling of someone's name who isn't even on the show? Sounds like a great show to listen to. Well, I said the show with the misspelling. And they give away a hat once. They give one hat away every 18 weeks. We need more sizzle on our page. I understand a lot of that's been taken down now. It'll right, probably be it? all up there again oh. by the end of the show. Who like takes it. it down? I'm not going to rely on Wikipedia for any more facts anymore, ever what, again. Is Dylan on there? Pretty accurate on you, my good friend. No. Uh, it what says it? you won Australia's first and only series of Celebrity Big Brother and that you were a contestant on Celebrity Circus in 2005 and it calls you Dylan Lewis is an Australian television personality. Personality! There you go. You yes. Did you know that you were educated at Caulfield Grammar School? No. And, and that you got a Bachelor of Education and Drama and Music degree mm. from the University of Melbourne. That's wow. so falutin. Isn't it? Isn't it? I can wow. say large words like falutin. <laughs> <laughs> mm. There you go. That's, oh, thanks. That's it. There That's you go, all. listeners. There you yeah. go. Gee. It's all a lie. An actual, I wrote that and it's a lie. A personality. So is a personality what you become when you move on from the stage that Jake Wall's at, which is... Uh. TV hopeful. TV hopeful. Right now, I've got a I've got a better job than that. Uh, I'm looking for the crappiest job in kind of uh, in entertainment. You know, open brackets, entertainment, close brackets. Mm. Uh, now, Jake Wall is a TV hopeful. Quite crap. Here mm. we go. Mm. Miss Australian Paintball Bunny. <laughs> Australian paintball bunny. Cara Michelle. What is that? Is currently Miss Australian paintball bunny, and part of her, uh, as part of her reign, she gets to wear bunny ears and sit on the front of cars. Oh, what a gig! And, and then be shot out with paintballs <laughs> and have bruises all over your bikini-clad body. How awful! Yeah. Here's a good job: being Shane Warne. Top job. <laughs> There's so much, isn't there? Linkmaster. I didn't realize. Is there time to sleep with a thousand people? <laughs> I mean, even in your entire life, could that be done? I haven't done the maths here. I'm well, assuming it's possible. Apparently, basketball player Wilt Chamberlain slept with 10,000 women, which equated to almost three a day. Wow, oh, Simone. That's yeah. a lot of semen. It is. I mean, I wouldn't have said that myself, but now that it has been said, I guess it's true. Read about it on Wikipedia. Uh, Simone Callahan. Uh, nay Warne, mm. has gone into bat for Shane Warne over claims he slept with a thousand women. Miss mm. yeah. Callahan said she would sue author Paul Barry over allegations in his unofficial uh, biography, uh, spun out that Warne has been unfaithful uh, continuously and started uh, doing that only weeks after they were married. Says Simone, 1,000 is a lot of women, mm. and I don't think that's the case. It's a bunch of lies. Mm, uh, it's a bunch of women. That's a, He's like the Don Juan, isn't it he? It is. And uh, there's so many quotes from this book. Warren would hit on anyone and had to be dragged out of clubs all over the world by Channel 9 minders. Mm. Uh, an unnamed cricket uh, player said that Warren chases blonde women insatiably. Mm. He loves the blonde women. Mm. So many quotes in this. Uh, there was a whole excerpt from the book yeah, in the right. papers over the weekend. And just the phrase that stuck in my mind is, uh, who's Michael Slater? Uh, he's uh, another TV hopeful. He's on the, he's on the the knives on feet show. He's the one that got his hand sliced. Oh right, yeah, cricketer. Well, have oh, a and he was a cricketer, and he was a cricket player apparently. <laughs> Your spin on sport. Oh, and, he goes, oh, and he's on the cage. <laughs> he's on the cage. Is he? Sometimes. <laughs> right. 
Pardon me. Well, then should I be careful about what I read out? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is from that book about Warney. Shane was left to tour the world for months at a time, staying with his mates in five-star hotels and exotic locations with every need catered for, living an unreal lifestyle in an unreal world, as Michael Slater put it. Unreal. There is no other sport that takes you away from your family like cricket does, says Slater, who's uh, split with his childhood sweetheart Stephanie in 2001 yeah. after too much touring and too many temptations. Okay, mm. understandable. Yeah. Mm. That's a tragedy, obviously. It's happened. Yeah. Mm. Let's put it behind us. Yeah. Slater's is dealing with it. Yeah. But then maybe this is a pointer. Here's another quote from him. Okay. In a nearby hotel, of course, meanwhile, as Michael Slater pointed out, there was nothing to stop you going off and getting some slag bag. <laughs> oh, slag bag. Getting some slag bag. Getting a bit. That's... Oh. When, when does a slag bag become a sugar tits? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Slater says slag bag. Mel Gibson says sugar tits. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where does the truth lie? No. Well, I've got one more quote for you. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, this is one of uh, Warney's mates yeah. talking about how it was, uh, you know, how uh, Warn and his, wife, his former wife, Simone, got together. Mm. There's no rocket science going on. Well. He's a spin bowler. She was a promotions model. They've both got blonde hair. She's got big tits. <laughs> Are they sugary, though? Oh, yeah. Are they <laughs> dusted with powdered sugar, the way Mel Gibson likes them? <laughs> I blame the Jews. I wonder if... I wonder if Warney's worried about this book. There's only one thing that really worries me, and that's hair loss. Oh, Warney, come on, man. Doesn't he play a good bass, though? Doesn't he slap bass? <laughs> he insists on it. There is so much going on this... Uh in this Warney story. Mm. I don't know if we're going to get to it all in one program uh, because we do have to get to Big Brother. Yes. Oh, then I can say something. Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> I've said nothing in the Warney thing. That's all right. Is that all right? You said that semen comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah and then good. you made a noise. <laughs> I did. It kind of went. People, no one really reacted. There it is. For those of you who didn't get it the first time, there's three more. And you're fourth. Ah. It's Get This, the program that likes to linger at the scene of the accident. Get This. Trash. I've got better things to do with my time. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. Uh, we're back on. Uh, it's the old Jamie edition of Get This on Triple M. Yeah, I, oh, sorry, I, I had a poem, but I've lost it. That's so awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Do you, like, do you like my headband? That's a great headband. Oh, God. Yeah, surrounded by my Jamie sandwich. <laughs> I think I'm going to cry. Being here, so lucky. So lucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to hear a bit more of that fine single that Jamie's working oh, on. Oh, yeah. We've had so many requests oh. for, mm. can't remember what it's called. This and that. <laughs> this and that, we'll call it. That's next. I'll get this. That'd be cheap trick here at Get This on Triple M, where Dylan Lewis is with us. I love stadium rock. Same. Mm. And, hey, what about vans? Oh, yeah. Do you like a van? I do. What about... Oh, James. It's the Mercedes-Benz Vito. It's the van of the year. Yeah. And Paul Nelson, one of our listeners, has emailed us to say, hey, what's the deal with all the Kill Bill music on the Vito's box of bits? He's picked it. He's picked it. Nice. Well done, Paul Nelson. Kill Bill Volume 1 soundtrack. That's where we're getting all our Vito themes. Mm. And he says, what's going on there? Is the bride charging down the freeway, crossing names off her death list behind the wheel of a Vito with the words pussy wagon emblazoned on the side? <laughs> I'd like to think she yeah, is. Same. If only Mel Gibson had been behind the wheel of a Vito. Uh, what's ah. a Vito? It's a van. It's a van. Oh, right, right. It's the van of the year, <laughs> Sorry, I'm Now, let's get on to Big Brother. You're quite right. Mm. Okay. Uh, last night, something wacky was going on. 
Big Brother mm. himself mm. was showing his lighter side. Is that right? Yeah, I watched it. It was hilarious. I was on the floor crying with laughter. Big Brother's <laughs> a funny, funny man. He is. Let's have a clip. Here we go. Did I have the ice sculptor? Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. Big Brother had a car this morning. <laughs> Not bad for Beautiful. Queensland. Max, what have you missed the most since you entered the house? Yeah, my mum. They're real. There's nothing like Mum's cooking his hair. That's right. Spaghetti aglio. Big brother is also partial to Osso Buco. Oh, also, oh, she does the best Osso Buco. She doesn't. Oh. Yeah. Can you do that, big brother? He's pissed. He's unreal. <laughs> Big Brother's pissed. He'll be blaming the Jews next. I I would watch. I would watch if that was what when was going went, on. Uh, yeah. Like a Roy Orbison full deep one. It was. He leant into the microphone for it. It was beautiful. And he had a little pause where he was like, can I? Should I? I he will. Did, he did because it was an informal occasion. It's hilarious. It's, it's like hearing Howl on 2001. That's what I was thinking. Yes, it is very sci-fi. He's got a down pat. Open the pod bay doors <laughs> and let's party. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, do you like when you said um, the ice sculptor? Big Brother had it carved this morning. Yeah. Max goes, not bad for Queensland. Hi! <laughs> what does Max know about the ice sculpting, you know, prowess of our Queensland brothers and sisters? Especially with water. This is what I'm being saying. Being so thin on the ground. Yeah. Mm. They've got to be very careful with the ice sculptures up there. sculpting. Not yeah. even sure if it's legal. No, that's dirt sculptures at uh, parties these days. Oh, you can do an ice sculpture if it's made out of poo water. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Recycled? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Sorry, pardon me. I apologise to Wumba listeners. This show come to. It's in the gutter. Uh, we saw that... Uh, Sugar tits. Poo water. Oh, come on. Yeah, you're right. You said pussy well, before uh, as well. I did say pussy before, but I, I meant it in the nicest possible way. <laughs> My brother's here from uh, from New York, and he saw that ad, uh, so that a story about the Queensland water, about how they're worried about drinking poo water. Yeah. And he said... When I lived in New York, the water I drank had been through the human body five times. Yeah, oh. five. Seven times in London. Really? Seven times. You think of that every time you have a glass of water? <laughs> Awful. Or a cup of tea. Nice cup of tea. <laughs> nice cup of poo water. Have <laughs> 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 you got anything with less poo in it? Nah. Come on, love. The biscuits got that much poo in them. <laughs> Go blimey. It's better than your meat coffee that you serve here. <laughs> oh, it's very pooey, that. <laughs> Uh, what else on Big Brother? Jamie. It was a tearjerker last night. Everyone was crying. All the viewers were crying. I nearly cried, but I'm a man, so I didn't. <laughs> and the mums were there? They were, that that's why everyone was crying. It was very emotional. It was a beautiful show. We've been talking about Jamie uh, for quite a while now. Yeah. We love his poetry. Uh, and now, it turns out his mum, real posh voice. Check it out. I can't believe he will ever hire a pair of underpants in his life. <laughs> he won't recognise them as his. I don't think I should be ironing a 23-year-old's underpants, do you? <laughs> yeah, I think she's just going to be most disappointed at the, the level at which I wore my pants and the amount of underpants I showed. His voice gets yeah. slightly posher when he's talking to his mum. Maybe, yeah. I think it sounds like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, dude. <laughs> it does, but From where Bill and Ted's mum is Dame Jane Plowright. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I said like... that correctly, but... Plowright. Plowright. water. I turned into Jamie. Was that his mother or someone doing a wildlife documentary on him? <laughs> it did sound like a TV show, didn't it? <laughs> Footballers' oh. wives. Yeah, right. We've had so many calls about Jamie's poetry. Oh, yes. And we had so many calls about the song, the mashup. 
Ah, uh, the hit single. That uh, Mr. Matt Dow helped us uh, put together on Friday's program. Mighty Matt Dow on the Wheels of Steel. <laughs> in case... <laughs> in case you didn't hear the still, and there was a fantastic discussion about the meaning of life on Big Brother between Max and Jamie. Yeah. Mm. And they got it down to... Jamie distilled the meaning of life down to a simple phrase. Mm. you got to ha- uh, What was it again? you got to have this and that. When you're having that. Yeah. got to have this and that. Or, no, no, no. I think it's that and this. Oh, either way. Oh. Uh, Let's let him explain. It goes like this, guys. You need that and this when you're having that. 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 The windows, not portals, outward upon freedom of thought, but reflections inward into the awkward introversion. These walls are seen strangers. Faces so eerily blank and fine. These faces have seen people. And tears will see them later. When you're having that, you're up. And this, 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 when Oh, that's a remix. <laughs> it's the Being Here So Lucky remix. It's the 88. Versus Rex, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> remix. All right, I think that's uh, the meaning of life sorted. Yep. So good. Uh, uh, he might win, though. We don't want that. No, we do not want him to win. I don't think he needs to win at all. But who do we want to win, then? What? Well, the other one. Of the turkey slappy, yeah, she she she's had a she's had a rough time in there. Fair enough, she's yeah. got to win. Jamie can't win. He does not need to win. When he gets home, he'll get that money for pocket money. Yeah, he'll have a big career on the poetry circuit ahead of him. I think so. Performance <laughs> poet, definitely. <laughs> hey, what is he? Is he a bodybuilder or a poet? <laughs> oh, he's an enigma. He's a poetry hopeful. <laughs> yes. You can't have bodybuilding without poetry. No. no. Yeah. All right. I think we need to go climb. I think we're at a low altitude. Is that it? All right, let's do it. I think we've got to get up the mountain. That'll be next. I'll get this. That's those chili peppers. Danny California here at Get This. What's happened to (sighs) Blunty? Is that rhyming slang? He's off the list. Dylan Lewis is with us today. Dylan, uh, Ed has recorded something. I don't know what it is. But he keeps saying to me something about yeah, yeah. he needs think, Wise Men uh, by James uh, Blunt I'm to come on. I'm going to have to ask. Because really? I had to go and ask for Nickelback. Oh, how was that? And the humiliation, <laughs> the laughter from the music department. Well, look, no matter what humiliation I feel when I go and ask for it, can't even come close to the guy I saw uh, yesterday driving in his brand new sports car down down like a main like fashionable street. Yeah. Blasting wise men. Wise men? Yeah. He was macking it to wise men. You don't do that. And he was looking dead ahead, like he was pretending it wasn't happening. Like he just had his hands on his wheel, looking straight ahead, like just Mm. trying to look out of his peripheral vision Mm. to see who was loving the combination of him (laughs) with his, you know, maroon slacks, brand new sports car and blunty. And were the ladies just leaping into the boat? (laughs) He had to have a stick in his other hand to fend off the ladies trying to jump in. Oh, this is the music he should have had planned. It's the new theme. Yeah. I reckon it's only got probably another day. Take the climb. Climb up top that mountain. There's no time. Hey, but we're not counting. Maybe if we had a shorter intro song, we'd be... 
Running on time for the first show since April 23. We cannot get away with anything on this show. Is that you singing? It was me doubled up a couple of times yeah. with a slight hint of Cockney. That's lovely. I, I can that. only sing vaguely in tune if it goes slightly Cockney. <laughs> I can't explain that. <laughs> and we love a bit of Cockney work. But listen we to do. this. Christine has emailed us to say, You say the last time you ran on time mm-hmm. was April 23. Yes. But that was a Sunday. Uh, uh, train was- spotted. April 21, but that didn't rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> April 21 rhymes with lots of things. It has to Stick rhyme. It up your bum <laughs> on April 21. There you go. It's next week's show. Hey, you're preempting us. <laughs> up your bum. That's next week. There we go. Uh, all right. Thank you, Christine. Thanks, Christine. Someone describing Thanks, Christine. themselves as the old Matiola says, bring mm. back the old Talkback Mountain theme. The oh. new one sounds like something Ed's come up with while on the juice. <laughs> Which juice is that? Stein's or Krug's of Oktoberfest beer. Uh, email in which juice you think it is, and I'll tell you if you're right. Feel free to email us, and especially email us with suggestions for our movie show. Ah, uh, it's back. The humorous is coming mm-hmm. back. Lockie Hume is coming in with lots Lockie of movie Hume. crap to talk about. Next Tuesday, I think that's it. Right. If you can fit us in. Hey, another movie topic we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Yobbo's Up the, the Guts. guts. The Australian the... film currently in production. It's a real film. Yobbo's Up the Guts. Being directed. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Hunter's directing and starring. Mm-hmm. Up the Guts. Up the Guts. Right up the Guts, buddy. Jeez. Why <laughs> graphic. We want information about what's going on. That's but something rude. Warwick Kappa stars in it. Yep. Now, oh, over the no. weekend, Kappa, now a stripper. What? Zany, former AFL star, oh. Warwick Kappa. <laughs> and celebrity Big Brother member. Is working as a part-time stripper. Kappa is charging up to three grand for a 35-minute show. Says Warwick, it's money well spent. I am not cheap, but I am good. 35 minutes? I was in Penthouse three times, so I don't mind stripping. It's just a bit of fun. Uh. Gold Coast-based Kappa 43 is in the, uh, well, he's the star attraction of internet business redhotstrippers.biz. Warwick Kappa's star is on the rise and rise, the website boasts. Did we mention he's huge and we're not just talking about his height? We're talking about his width. <laughs> That's what it says on the website. For a, a $3,000 corporate package, Kappa will perform a song and strip down to his tight pink shorts. He will then do a meet and greet session with the audience <laughs> posing for photos and signing autographs. Meat? <laughs> meat. It's more meat than green. Green my meat. <laughs> the former footy star also offers a $1,200 discount package. Package <laughs> for housewives and hens parties. Oh, with a happy ending. This nice. is my favourite line from the article. We've had a few calls already, says Warwick. I've got a job booked in Papua New Guinea next month. <laughs> oh, no. You should get him on the show to do that. What happens in Three I mean, grand's nothing. You'll get the discount. Getting around Papua New Guinea in your tight pink shorts. Jesus, Warwick. Is that going to work? Has he got tattoos? Has he got tattoos? I think he has got a tattoo, hasn't he? Well, he's got some crap tats, actually. Because he, yes. uh, he's been dumped by his fiance, uh, Perth woman Joe Frum, uh, and his wife used to be called Joanne. And he says, I have Joe and Indy tattooed on my leg, and now I don't have to change it. Oh, Isn't that great? That's so, so if you continuously go out with women called Joe, yeah. you never have to get your tat changed. That is the trick. Do you think that's what he's done? Do you think he's just 
What's your name, Nut? What's your name, Nut? There's a J in it. Oh, near close. Can you change your name to Joe? <laughs> Let's talk crap tats. Have you got a crap tat? Yes, I have. Come Tony. On. What is it? It's an anchovy on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> and why? What were you thinking? <laughs> uh, well, it was my first tattoo and I was scared and I wanted to get it somewhere I could hide it from my parents so I wouldn't get thrown out of home. Oh. And I went to a whole lot of bikies in Adelaide and I said, I'd like a fish tattoo, please. And they said, get out. And, <laughs> and I did. And eventually I found a bikie who would do me a fish tattoo. But it looks like an anchovy. Right. Well, the one I always tell, it's the same old one. Uh, apart from my, my friend Hugo Bone Anderson, he's got a goldfish on his arm, right. uh, which he describes mm. as, well, I'm not really sure I got it. Mm. Uh, but my favourite one <laughs> is the guy who I've mentioned before, who was a big Doors fan, so he took a copy of the video of the Doors into the tattoo artist and ended up with a Val Kilmer tattoo. <laughs> a Val Kilmer tattoo! Oh, yes. And it really looks like Val Kilmer. Oh, that's Sweet great. Val Kilmer tattoo, dude. Yeah, I know. I'm a big Willow up. fan. It's like... It's oh, like man. going in and wanting Elvis and getting Jamie from Big Brother. <laughs> oh, it's so good, though. You don't have a tattoo, do you, Terry? I don't have any tattoos. Uh, what about Johnny Depp's one when he got Winona Forever and changed it to Wino Forever? That was quite smart. I thought he did quite well. That's Wino Forever? Yeah, I know, but it's the best of a bad situation. Yeah, uh, that one with, what's her name, Cisco Forever? Uh, 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 what's his name? Rod Stewart's daughter Rod had Cisco yes. oh, forever. Yes, she was going out with Cisco. Yeah, had to change it to Disco forever. Oh, that's cool. Now I would get that. I would get that anyway. Yeah. With a disco ball. <laughs> I don't have any tats, but to Anthony Morgan, who came in on the oh, show, yes. barely. <laughs> he was here just in time for the ending. Yeah, <laughs> he's got on his back. A uh, tattoo of Lenny Bruce. Now, when you get a tattoo done on your back, obviously you can't see it till it's finished, mm -hmm. uh, and it's meant to be Lenny Bruce. Looks a bit more like Larry Imdia to me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a fine line between Bruce and Imdia. Ooh, all right. Well, that's what we want to hear about. <laughs> do, you, do you have... Oh, and we nicked this segment from you, didn't we? Did Joe? we? Yes, you did. Because <laughs> half of our show, turns out, has been lifted from the shebang without us realising. There's no yeah. new ideas. There's what only new interpretations. You you did it. You've done it on a television show. Yes, yes. Back in the ABC days on uh, 10.30 slot, I believe it was, we had a, a, a segment called, Can I Say Shit Tats? Oh, yes. I think you just have. Shit Tats. And... <laughs> And we, I, it was my favourite segment. I invented it. I was looking forward to it. But six months in the planning, we finally got it on air. And they brought a guy on and I said, show us your shit tat. And he pulled down his sleeve and makeup department had drawn a shit tat on his arm. <laughs> that was and that was our segment. And I said, no, this is a shit segment. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, if you've oh. got one or you've seen one or uh, even an idea for one. Hopefully it. uh, it'll go a bit better than it did on the 10.30 slot. Ouch. Yeah. I'm just being told by Nikki, it's almost 10.30. <laughs> So, for the last time... So call us up now, and the number is... Get ready, here it comes. Get a pen. That's right. Get a pen. Here it is. Call on one triple three five three triple m That's right. one triple three five three triple m Yes, it's one triple three five three triple m Triple M. Triple M. Now, here's Nickelback. No, it's it's not Nickelback. I'm sorry about that, Nickelback fan. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be Smash Mouth. They're a believer here at Get This, right. where we're up a certain mountain. Let's go. No time for this long oh. thing. We've got to get into it. Hello, Susan. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Talk us through your bad tat. Well, it's not my bad tat. Oh. My son got a tat. He got a tat on his chest, and he thought it was pretty fabulous. Yep. And then at a video store, we saw a poster of Michael Flatley from Riverdance, and it's exactly the same. Oh, Michael Flatley, oh, no. the lord of the day. How big is it? So, yeah, he was quite devastated. How big is the tat? Oh, um, about, oh, 
Uh, six inches by four. It's quite big. Fantastic. Big enough to know. That's great. Sorry, Susan. We have to move on. Hello, Peter. How you going, guys? Good, good, good. What happened to you? Oh, I was about 14 at the time and um, rebellious young teenagers. I was. I decided to get a tattoo. One of my mates' mothers had a tattoo gun. <laughs> and I decided to get yes. somewhere where my mum wouldn't see it. So I got it on my uh, left butt cheek. And what is it? Uh, it's. I think it's a dragon head. I can't really tell anymore. But <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's growing. But um, the thing is, the tattoo gun broke halfway through. Oh. And, uh, what do you mean? You can't tell any more. What do you mean? Has, has your ass just expanded to the point where it's illegible? Uh, well, it started off as a little dragon head. Now it looks like an entire dragon. It's like <laughs> a hairy dragon. Now it looks like Todd Hunter. Thank you very much. Hello, hello, Rebecca. Hey, I've hey. got two really crap tats. Right. My first one I got when I was 18, and it was a little butterfly on my tummy, and then I had babies, so now it's a squashed moth. It's <laughs> quite nice. And the second one, I got a butterfly on my back, and under it, I wanted eternity written. I got home, I'm in the shower washing off all the blood, and my husband goes, uh, Beck, I'm like, yes, that's very funny. He goes, no, really, um, they've written eternity. <laughs> eternity. <laughs> Wow. I guess. And so now I go to a party and my friends toast me and they say, Chibek, from here to Eaterinity. Eaterinity. Oh, I guess all you can forever. do is keep using the word Eaterinity until <laughs> people think that that must be right. It's another name for a restaurant. <laughs> Just have a kid and name it Eaterinity. Yeah. There we That's go. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Beck. Thank you. I'm sorry to everyone we couldn't get to. We're going to do it again. There was lots of good ones. Oh, we'll do this one again, definitely. Yeah. Dylan Lewis has sat in for the whole hour. Thanks for coming in again, Dylan. That's a pleasure. You can steal my segments any day. And as we're saying off here, you know, every now and then on Rage, they'll put on a clip from that show, the 10.30 slot, or from Recovery, and you'll see mm. some band, and they haven't got a video for it, so they'll play the performance of them on one mm. of your shows. Mm. And it's just a reminder of how great those shows yeah, were. You know, mm. And how we don't seem to have shows like that anymore. Yes, demand the DVD re-release best ofs from your local ABC shop. We'll certainly do that. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, thanks to everyone who called in. <laughs> and our key phrase today was something Dylan said that we can't repeat. <laughs> so instead, we'll just let Jamie say... Being here, so lucky. And we'll be back tomorrow with comedy writer Ryan Shelton. All TV edition. And it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Vito. Come in, Bear. Respect. <laughs>